Welcome to the I-501CU, the podcast for nonprofit board members. Hey, everybody, it's Michael Corley once again. And this week, I'm doing a solo episode of this podcast because I want to talk about something that has risen to the level of my attention many times over the years. And so this is, this podcast is really directed to your, you board, direct, board of directors, also the board chair. And I would encourage any CEO or executive director, if you feel like you want your board to listen to this, please feel free to forward it to them under the guise of, hey, you found this awesome podcast to listen to that is beneficial. And you may want to start off with this podcast. And really the theme that has emerged multiple times is the lack of doing a performance evaluation on the CEO or executive director. And you may go, oh my gosh, why would anybody want that? Well, I'll tell you really the good ones, the good people out there in any role that you're in, they want the feedback, they want the input to understand how they can improve, how they can do better and how they are doing a good job. And for whatever reason, we just as, and I'll put myself in the first person categories, board members oftentimes overlook this. We think, wow, the fact we gave them a raise, that's good enough. We tell them thank you in between things. And so that's good enough. And I can tell you that is not the case at all. So you board of directors, please listen up and please be sure that you start the process of providing critical feedback and input to your executive director. He or she wants that, desires it. And that's the only way that they can get better. Hey everybody, this is Michael Corley. Just wanted to let you know, we are now sending out a weekly, very brief newsletter tips, tricks, pointers to nonprofit executives. That includes both board members and CEOs, executive directors. If you're interested in receiving this, please go to thecorleycompany.com forward slash newsletter and you can sign up. Once again, that's thecorleycompany.com forward slash newsletter. Is it easy to do? No, I would not say it's easy, but then again, I would say it's not overly difficult as long as you have a system, a methodology in place. Feedback should be included from every board member obviously a significant portion has come from the board chair a previous board chair in the executive committee and or whomever works with the ceo more on a more regular basis so why might you want to do this other than the fact that they re good ones are requested well you want to ensure accountability right i mean well, look, in our, in our careers, in our day jobs, we evaluate the performance of our employees. So why would a CEO, an executive director be any different? So you want to ensure accountability. You want to make sure the board is aligned on the performance of the CEO. You want to give him or her the feedback that he or she needs to improve. Any good person is going to want to improve, as I said earlier. It could also help you support the succession planning process as you're going through that because... You should always be thinking who will be the next executive director if something happens to this one. And it really does maintain transparency and ensure those lines of communication. Because look, throughout the year, you're going to get really busy. You, the board's going to get really busy. Certainly the CEO and executive director is extremely busy. And you may not take the time to provide proper feedback, input, evaluation. And so doing a formal evaluation process affords you this opportunity. And you know what? It's really your responsibility as a board under your governance responsibilities to provide feedback and to evaluate the CEO. Because remember, as we've said on previous podcasts, the number one role of a board is to hire the CEO and then to support and provide feedback to him or her throughout their tenure at the organization. So how, how might you do it? If you, if you don't have a process in place, or if you do, what are some things 
you want to have in place in order to ensure a, a positive experience, a positive, candid, transparent experience. Well, one, you, you're going to want to start off just like you do in your day, day jobs, evaluating the job description and performance goals. Have you identified those for your executive director? If you have not, I would, I would encourage you to certainly do that and to make sure those goals are clear and totally aligned with the organization's mission and strategy. That's number one, and that should happen on an annual basis. Number two, you're going to have to get feedback from the other board members, other stakeholders. You actually may want to broaden it beyond the board. You know, there's different ways you can get feedback from different stakeholders to, in order to provide input, certainly from the board, but in order to provide the you know, proper impact feedback, you're going to want a broad range of stakeholders. You're going to want to assess you know, the performance against the goals that we just discussed and against those strategies. You're going to want to also evaluate the CEO's leadership style. How are, is he or she doing in terms of communication, collaboration, decision-making, you know, the standard, the traditional leadership skills that are so important? And really, what's the CEO's impact on the organization? How are they impacting the finances, the programs, the partnerships? And as you're collecting all that information and feedback from the various stakeholders, you will then want to have a formal evaluation meeting or performance meeting, performance review, where you, the board, and the CEO are reviewing and discussing the actual performance plan or performance review, and then starting to line up goals for the next year. And of course, and while this isn't a, a positive, if you ever have to put your CEO, executive director on some type of performance plan because they are not performing, you will want to have documentation in place, one, to measure that they aren't meeting their goals and their criterias. You have nothing worse than arbitrarily coming to them and saying, hey, you're not doing a good job, and have that CEO say, well, what do you mean? I have not been given any feedback. So you want to have that structure in place. It's just the, it's the right thing to do. And then if you have to move into a performance plan, at least you've got a history, you've got documentation there in order to help that CEO correct, course correct, and grow and hopefully succeed. Going through this process, if you have not done it, may be a little tenuous, a little stressful, but I tell you what, it is worth its weight in gold to, to let the CEO know how or she, he or she is doing, giving them direction over the next year, which is so critically important, then also giving you, the board, a tool to evaluate them throughout the year. So absolutely critically important. And, and I say that once again, because I go back to kind of how I opened up, the good ones. If you've got a good CEO or executive director, I can tell you, without a doubt, they want feedback from you, the board, from their bosses. Just like you did during your career or currently in your career, they want the same thing. So don't leave that gap there because it is frustrating to them it really saddens them, and I would just encourage you to do that. So my tip for, for today, for this week, is to make sure you've got a performance evaluation system in process to give feedback to your CEO so he or she can continue to drive the mission of your organization. I'm Michael Corley from the I-501C, the podcast for nonprofit board members, and I look forward to talking with you next week.